six, one, nine. JP. This is Dave. This is Brian. This is Dustin. Welcome to episode 112 of the 619 Bearcast. Uh, this is Christian from London. I've killed them and taken over. Yay. Yay. Oh, wait. I mean, we gave it away. <laughs> and uh, this is Justin. Yeah, are Hi, we Justin. introducing ourselves? Are we going around in the I thought we did that. Didn't no. we used to do that? I it's don't know. it's almost it's four end. years, and, and we I have still never do that. done that. Whatever. In the yeah, I mean, really, all we have to do is say that uh, Dave isn't here. Yes. Dave isn't here. Dave isn't here. He's been replaced with the, the, the part Brit. of Dave yes. will be played by a taller furry Brit tonight. Yes. yes. Yay! It's it's like an episode of Dynasty. I am the new day. Dynasty. There you go. And you'll just have to... Um, yeah, that's Dynasty in English, if you're wondering what you're saying. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Did we, of, did we not put some extra U's and Z's in there for We needed just, like... We should have made a list of words that are pronounced differently across the pond and just had you say them all, because I love... Hearing I, what's uh, really like just pick up Harry Potter and just start reading yes, it for exactly. you. Exactly. There is on Rosetta Stone. They have you know all the different languages that you can learn, like French and Greek and stuff. Oh, no. There's one British English for American. Yes, <laughs> I, I saw that. I'm like, oh, I have to take a look at this. this. Oh no. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Does it tell like you how to say bugger properly? <laughs> bugger. Oh my. <laughs> so or bloody my. or. Yeah. 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 Oh, right. wow. okay. So, a bloody <laughs> booger? No. Well, no. We just figured since uh, <laughs> No, no. Not booger, bugger. Okay. Bugger. I think we figured since uh Dave wasn't, you know, we got rid of Dave because the English are in vogue right now, what with the Olympics and everything, right? You, you yes. saw, well, you saw yeah. Boris dance and you thought you need more Brits. That's yes. what it was. I don't Boris know who Boris is. Uh, Boris, did you not see Boris dancing at the no. open, at the closing ceremony? You oh, know what? I haven't seen he, the closing he, ceremony. He's the what? London mayor with the twattish hair, and uh, I uh, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's the general I embarrassment. I, I did see him dancing actually. Yeah, yeah. To Michael uh, Spice, Spice Girls. Yes. Oh lord. Yes. Spice Girls. Oh, that was actually pretty awesome. It was pretty is, awesome. Is that what I have to look forward to? Yeah. I was out of town, so I've got. I still have the, like the last three days of Olympics coverage and oh, the wow. closing ceremonies to watch. So. No, the closing ceremony was yeah. strange. It, I, it was better than the opening, though. It wasn't as strange as the opening ceremony. You didn't have the parade of many, 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 many made-up nations, right? Well, <laughs> an hour and a half of just. But that's the way you guys had the fastest parade ever, though, because you used contemporary music. That's what they were reporting here. <laughs> you know, they really said that with the contemporary music, people were really moving right along, and it was the fastest they had ever all and entered yet the we stadium. Still had to cut out forty-five minutes. Oh Jesus! Including the Doctor that. Who bit. Was there a Doctor Who bit? There was a Doctor Who bit. Um, you heard the TARDIS, and there was supposed to be a montage of all 11 Doctors. Oh. oh yeah, I think wow. Americans would have scratched their head a little bit. At Please. least, well, like 90%, probably. Uh, given all of the other stuff that was going on in that thing, and well, you, well, that's the bit you'd have been scratching your head over? Well, I mean, yeah. we could at least put, you know, we could we could piece it all together. It, there wasn't <laughs> anything that, I mean, you know, they were telling us, the announcers were saying, well, this is why this is relevant, and, and all of that. And what surprised me was that how many people bitched about it being a history lesson, but I'm like, every opening ceremony is a history point. lesson. The whole uh, point yeah. was that it was yeah. the path of 
Right. And Beijing had a history lesson yeah. when we had it here. I remember in eight, was it eighty four? Was it in Atlanta that we had like the whole westward expansion yeah, but what thing? You, what and, you have to remember you know. is that your history is like the last five minutes of ours. Well, sure. <laughs> yeah. What? Okay, fine. If it's going to be that kind of a show, if it's going to be that kind of a show, well, isn't it always? No. Well, yeah, but as Americans, we're going to have to just. You know, bitch slap. No, we're just going to ignore that <laughs> oh. and keep thinking that we're relevant and that we've <laughs> that we've had it, we figured it all out in the short time we've been around. But if you, if you think <laughs> that the opening ceremony was confusing, all I can say is newspaper wrapped yellow car, Batman and Robin. Now that I don't know, I don't know what that means. Was that cut out in the US? Yeah, actually, um, I didn't. I didn't see the opening ceremony. No, this was the closing ceremony. No, the closing oh, ceremony. I haven't seen that. Most you, of that. YouTube it. There, have you ever see, heard, uh, seen the show um, Only Fools and Horses or heard no. of it? Okay, it was a massive thing in the UK to the point where the final episodes of it got more than more viewers than the uh, opening ceremony did. Oh my! It was wow. that huge. Um, what kind of a show is it? It was comedy. Oh, okay. um, but it it went for twenty five years. It was it wow. was it was a phenomenon. They're, they're remaking it over here wow. this year, hmm. so okay. that will last. And what was it called? Only fools and horses. Only fools and horses. Yeah. I guess so. I'll keep it it will high. last three episodes over here. Yeah, yeah probably well, at most. Um, but there was. But there'll, there'll be more explosions and car chases. I'm sure. Yeah, Come on, there were not explosions we and car chases when they brought the office over here. Let's not just, yeah. you know, say that America ruins everything. Not, yeah. but no. Don't get me wrong. I like the British office better than the American office. I, I'm going to probably get shot here. I actually don't like it. Oh, <laughs> I love the American <laughs> I love it. I can't stand Ricky Gervais. Oh, he can stand there and look pretty, but no. Oh, I love no, him. Just I love him. Cannot. He's got a new show that he's putting out too with uh, Carl Pilkington. See. The, the ones that he does over in the UK, where where they basically essentially bully him and send him off to random countries yeah, it's amazing. with no money and say, and then sort out a hotel that's in the middle of a, right. a cesspit. Yeah, right. It's because I'm concerned is bullying. Um, but he's such a unique little specimen of human life. There's just no one like him. He has such... You a know how we used to specimen say specimen of human life. There's a phrase I'm going to start using. Well, <laughs> days. It was a lovely night, but you're it, a unique as an example. And this is not being. meant in a cruel way, but you know, um, when Vito was on our show, he had a very a specific perspe- perspective on things. Very right. unique in the sense that it was sometimes completely contrary to our own, and it always sparked conversation. And I think Carl Pilkington is, in a way, somewhat similar in the sense that. You could tell him something, and his reaction—you can never gauge what right. it'll be. It, it could be—you—you—you you, you can never really know where he's coming from because he's always going to surprise you. When you watch like the Ricky Gervais podcast on HBO, it's yeah. like—it's fascinating, you know. And you really do just sort of put your—you know—your chin on your hand and watch him be who he is. So. Yeah. Not to detract too far away from no. the Olympics is what we were talking about, I guess. <laughs> so, all, all we kept hearing about the Olympics from an American side was how how bad the coverage was over here. Mm. How it was cut and yeah, they, delayed. It always they, hacked it, they hacked it to death. It, but really? Every Olympics always is because they, here they want to make sure that they're, you know, especially NBC, that they're getting all of the viewers possible. And so they're yeah, only going to put on ratings. all the really, yeah, it's all ratings. They're only going to put on the okay. really, really um, popular sports and they're not going to have the smallest stuff. There's almost no, well, I don't know about equestrian, but well, you know, so you, like did, you didn't get the, the Greco-Roman wrestling. Yeah. They had that well, on. I mean, oh, did they? 
the thing is, is if if it, it, oh yeah, typically in America, people complain before they actually figure out ways of doing things. And NBC had all the events available to stream online, yeah. so you could watch whatever you wanted. Okay. But well, on terms of primetime coverage, it was what you would expect. It was gymnastics, it was swimming, you know. But they were also doing kayaking in primetime. They even did right. badminton in primetime, which wow. isn't necessarily considered, a, you know, a major American sport. Yeah. Um, the things that I kind of miss from seeing, and they never cover it, and I think it's fascinating, is that it's handball. Yeah. And it's not throwing a ball up against the wall. It's like people beating the shit out of each other on a grass field, throwing a ball around, trying to get into a goal. It's crazy. Yeah. And we never show it here because yeah. I guess America just hasn't even I mean, we got had desire to pick up the ball. An Olympic I couldn't believe that. I, I, yeah. I, that blew me away. I've, I've heard a lot of people complain about like equestrian stuff being an Olympic sport because it's not the rider so much as it's the rider and the horse, yeah. or it's more about the yeah. horse. You're never going like, to get rid of equestrian in the not, Olympics. Though. No, There's I know. There's too I'm many not, rich no. people giving money to the Olympic you know, well, yeah, committee yeah, exactly. to get that out. Yeah. And plus, and that's the thing I hate because, like, most of the record holders for most, you know, um, Olympics, having been in most the most Olympics, are held by equestrian uh, right. riders because they can ride into their. There's one guy who's riding; he's like 68 years old or something. <laughs> well, oh and it's like to me, all those records should be thrown out because yeah. that's it's not a real sport. <laughs> Start from scratch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If the if you do hold the record, it should be the horse that gets the medal and not the rider. You know, I mean, the horse is awesome, right? It'd be like, it'd be like the end of. Star Wars, like, oh no, they don't yeah. give it to Chewbacca. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Well, Chewbacca yeah. didn't get a medal either. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. See, I guess he could relate Free to the horses, animals. but, but uh, I have to admit, I mean, I, I was pretty anti the Olympics before it started. I mean, yeah, living in London, we, uh, I, I live ooh, about five miles from the Olympic Stadium. Wow. Um, so I've seen it being built up and everything, and all we kept getting told beforehand were, yeah, the traffic's going to be a nightmare. The right. tube's going to shut down. It's right. going to be a mess. It was the best two weeks of public transport I have ever had. Really? The, the yeah. tube was running to a social hour at the weekends. Mm -hmm. The tube... Uh, uh, who's, who's been to London? Oh, okay. So, I mean, the tube finishes at half past oh, 12. Oh, we all raised our hands, by the way. Sorry. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, not so, <laughs> but I mean, it, it actually went till two o'clock one night. Right. It was fabulous. You could actually go out and get the tube home. I heard um, that this was like the most well put on Olympics ever, that everything That's ran what smoothly. There was yeah. no, there hmm. were no um, terrorist attacks. There was no, you Not know, that we anything. know of yet. Yeah. Give it well, a couple of weeks, then we'll yeah. find some out. But Right. But th that it was just, it ran smoothly. It was the Absolutely. best. One of the things that someone had said um, was that they kept saying, to the locals get ahead of the games yeah. or something yeah basically saying please go home and don't be out so that we yeah. can have all I mean, the visitors this here this was it i mean we've basically been told as people who lived in london don't. don't go to work or if you go to work go early and come home late wow right or take holidays and people did i mean to the point where halfway through the first week they were having to say actually can people start coming out again because the the actual um, retailers were saying that their profits were dropping significantly because nobody was out. Wow. Well, wow. yeah, I mean, you could make some money by leaving town and renting your flat or your house out it, to out, out of town visitors. It crossed my sure. mind um, yeah. to the point where I mean, we had friends staying anyway. We should have just yeah. bucked off. So, <laughs> so, did you go to any events, or was that just we went to the ninety five k weightlifting? So it wasn't the really big brutes, but it was. Uh, you you know, didn't get to see that guy drop the the bar on no. his head. 
The, uh, the that adorable, super was, cute guy. All, all of them. Yeah. And that was so He cute. was weightlifting and it fell and hit him like in the neck. Oh, yeah. And, and then sort of bounced and he fell yeah. on it again. And, oh, my God. Oh, he's God. so adorable. He just wanted to hold him and make the, you know, fuck the pain away. There were a lot. And the, the wrestling. Yeah. Seriously, BBC were putting porn on. Ugh, so it amazing. was. Wow. Yeah. And the American shot putters were all uh, beefy bear dudes. Yeah, yeah. The, the whole, the whole team was just like. Oh. Uh, it was I, amazing how many times that photo of Christian Campbell was appearing on Facebook. Uh, like, <laughs> it, I used him as a as an advertisement for Bear Night. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was like this is too hot not to celebrate. This is probably <laughs> the even first. though he didn't even remotely come close to getting a medal. I mean, who cares? He's hot. It's probably the first Summer Olympics in probably I don't know twenty years or something that I have not been able to watch. Right, I'm kind of uh, I'm bummed about it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I see. Why don't you I watch it online though? You have an internet connection. God, I'm just I'm. My time right now is so. Oh yeah, well, it's your job. And yeah, everything. I mean, because you know, I I wake up retarded early for me, and I drive, and then you know, I get to work, and then I come home, and by the time from the time that I wake up until the time I get home, it's twelve hours. Yeah, and I just I have like three or four hours to get dinner and relax a little bit before going to bed. I just or whatever. Or go hang out with friends or whatever. I just don't have time. That's it. This is the first time I've been this far behind. Where like like I said, I still have four days to watch, and yeah. and I'm going to watch them because I I really enjoy watching the Olympics. And there's been some great stories this year. I mean, you yeah. had the guy running the 400 who had no legs, right? You know, I mean, I'm still below not the sure knee amputee. What made him qualify for the Olympics? Instead of the Paralympics. Oh, no, he's in the Paralympics too. Oh, is he? He qualified for the real Olympics because he's fucking fast. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, he made it to the he made it to the quarterfinals. Wow. So yeah, he's oh, fast. It, was, it was down to speed rather than yeah, yeah. In, in the end, it, when he was in the quarterfinal, you could tell that like it was catching up with yeah. him, like all the exertion and stuff. Like he just wasn't able right. to maintain. But right. it was still, still it's amazing to see it. a guy yeah. walking on those little what metal th- talent. What things. I thought was interesting though was there, there seemed to be a lot less stories this year. I mean, there were a few mm. of doping and drugs. Yeah, yeah. actually, yeah. actually, no, they, they made a comment that they did. I think it was like. 400,000 tests. Like, yeah. Ran, wow. Like, like and, well, only, every- and only one came back positive. Yeah. They're just getting better at hiding, I guess. Well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I saw a couple of those Chinese swimmers, and I'm like, really? Like, all of a sudden, you're winning? Like, China wasn't even really a contender in swimming, and now they're winning by, like, four and five seconds, and they have yeah. a woman that can fit, swim faster than Michael Lockie. It's like, yeah. that's... Or they just decide that yeah. they're going to not play and just... What the hell was all that about with the badminton? Oh my god! I, I'm glad the, you brought that up. I thought that was I thought that was disgusting. I was so floored. It, it was by China, that. wasn't it? It was, it was a Chinese team and a Korean, Korean. team. I want to see. I want to say because because of the way that the matches were going to go, neither of them wanted to win. They wanted to lose because it was round robin, and they wanted a better position when they got into the actual elimination so they rounds. Were playing to lose to oh the point god. where. They were basically kicked out. Yeah, I mean, they oh were. You should God. watch them. They're like making stupid mistakes, and the judges came up and warned them, mm-hmm. and the coaches, and said, "You can't do this. You have to, you know, play." Yeah. And they wouldn't do it, and they wouldn't do the it. Crowd was booing. Yeah, and the them. crowd was booing. Can you imagine spending money to go see this event and having these uh, these athletes? Like, I mean, that's like so it's sort of it. both trying yeah, to throw it. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So they ended up uh, kicking him out of the Olympics altogether. Good. Which I thought was awesome. Good, because that kind of goes against the whole spirit of the event. Well, but that's does. exactly uh, that's yeah. what like, it, it was against the spirit of the Olympics or something like that. Yeah. But, uh, spirit of competition for that's sure. Fabulous. And the, I thought the, yeah. there was another really cool story. Was the um, 
there was a the 110 meter hurdles. There was an athlete from China, and he's he's good. I mean, he's got he's done he's won world championships and stuff like that. And he had a big injury, and he made a big comeback. And he's like a superstar in China because there's not a lot of Chinese people being awesome at track. And so he goes out to run in his you know semifinal or whatever, and his foot hits the first hurdle, and he just falls to the ground and he's just, you know, you can tell it, his ankles just kind of destroyed and he gets up and he kind of hops off the track and you like, you're not really sure what he's going to do. And then he, he takes a moment and then he hops back out and he hops the entire length of the track, goes down to the last hurdle and kisses it and then hops past the finish line. And then the two athletes that got first and second, put the, put him, uh, put their arms around him and Aww. help carry him off the track. Fantastic. And I was like, that was fucking that's cool. <laughs> like, that's why yeah. I watched the Olympics. Yeah. Or did you see the picture of the um, Iraqi soccer player and yeah. the American soccer player with their arms around each other? Right. Oh, wow. Or football, I should say, for our British viewers. Our <laughs> listeners, yeah. But that was, and that's really cool too. Yeah. I mean, that's like a lot of people will call that cheesy or whatever, but I think yeah. in the way the world is right now, at least there's like this week, you know, two Absolutely. weeks where like, but they're, they're saying now that the, for the first time ever, the Paralympics is going to sell out. As really? Well. Yeah. Um, the you know I think it was two point one million tickets wow. have already been sold for the Paralympics. Crap. There are only two point four in total. Oh my god! And you know they're thinking this because that was one of the reasons why Britain got the. Um, you can't talk without hitting your hand. No, you? sorry, it's, it's the teacher. <laughs> just, you know, just the do, teacher. It, do it on um, your arm. Uh, the, Brit- the British have lots of gesticulations. <laughs> that, that's that's like that one, yeah. He just flipped me the British bird. Yeah. Um, no, the American bird. <laughs> the American, no, that's, that's the British Yeah, the, the British bird, that's yeah. right. Um, <laughs> forgot about that. But that, that was one of the reasons why Britain and, and London got the Olympic bid in the first place, was because of the... Para- the fact that we've shown almost all of the Paralympics previously. Oh. And it was the reason that was why we got it, other than huh. Paris. So Paralympics are going to be in London also? Yes, again? start on the 29th, I think. Holy crap. Um, so they've got two two week turnaround hmm. to um, refit all the stadiums. Wow. And, so yeah. have they talked about, I mean, is there a plan for every building and are some buildings going to be turned into apartments? I mean, do you know is um, anything about what they're going to do with all the I mean, stuff the, they've built? As for, I mean, the whole thing was legacy. Yeah. You know, that's been the whole hit, the whole idea behind it, about leaving a legacy. A lot of the um, stadiums that they've used are pre-existing ones. Okay. Uh, but the Olympic Village itself is going to be an interesting one to see because it's such a huge stadium. And yeah. you'll see it when you look at the, um, the, the um, closing ceremony because huh. they have one singer in the middle of the stadium. Uh-huh. And an overhead view of it, and you suddenly realise how big, yeah. big, a huge this stadium actually is. So, in terms of you couldn't use it. Well, comparing it to the size of like the O2, are they comparable, or is the Olympic Stadium way bigger? bigger. Way, bigger. way bigger. Wow, eighty thousand people. Wow. It's wow. it's huge. I mean, I think I think a football club is going to have it. Whether they pull it apart, raise it to the ground, and start again, it's all is a long ongoing hmm. battle about what actually happens with it. Sure. But that's the plan. What are you pointing at? What? what are you? Yeah, oh, you're, you're playing with your, your can. Playing with your can and rubbing your fingers around it. I can hear it coming through. Oh. I picked it up to scratch. Don't worry, he'll cut this part out. No, I won't. I'm okay. leave it in. All I right. I'm <laughs> shame Justin for making noises. If you're hearing a background noise in general, it's that it's freaking kind of balmy here. It's hot and muggy and all the fans are on and they're sort of working at this point but that's why there's like it's not raining (laughs) it's not it shouldn't be 
I'm just grateful that it's not raining. Has it been raining that much over there? The last couple of days has. Oh. It? So, it when it, London weather at the moment is schizophrenic. Mm. It's balmy shorts, t-shirts. The next day, it's thunder, lightning, <laughs> floods, the lot. We, you know, we went up to a wedding on Saturday and um, up in Temecula, which, for those of you who aren't from here, it's probably 45, 50 minutes away from San Diego up north and inland. And it was super sunny and warm down here. And we got up there and it was cold and rainy mm-hmm. and thunder. And we couldn't. Uh, well, we, we um, sun, I think it was Sunday night when the meteor shower was supposed to mm-hmm. peak. We, um, we tried to go out to go see it and drove out to the desert. And as soon as we got past Alpine, it was thunderstorms and clouds. That'd be the so, aliens coming down. Yeah. yeah. So it was, yeah. you know, so we well, couldn't see anything, which yeah, sucked. I got, it was a slap in the face. I was in San Francisco, you know, all weekend. And, uh, you know, I was wearing a sweatshirt and jeans on Sunday. And I looked at the weather and I was like, well, I guess I better wear shorts on the plane. And when I got home, I was like, gee whiz, it's just sort of miserable here yeah. right now. Yeah. But, you know, I guess it could be worse. We could be. In Sacramento, where Aaron is, and it's over 100 degrees. So this is true. So we're going to be in Palm Springs next weekend, where it's going to be 3,000 degrees. It will be hot, <laughs> but you knew that. And Palm oh, Springs is designed for heat, so there's yes. air conditioning and misters everywhere you go. So oh, yeah. I mean, we're going to we are we are going to spend a majority of the time naked yeah. in the pool, drinking alcoholic drinks. And that's about that's what it. JPs do best. That's what we do. <laughs> Why did I come over on this weekend? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so speaking of that, so you arrived in San Diego today. Yeah, You're about two hours ago. Two hours ago, yeah. And you've probably had almost no sleep for uh, a while. I'm now on hour 24 and a half, yeah. And did you fly <laughs> coach or? Yeah, Delta oh, that's rough. Class. Ouch. Yeah, that was, um, yeah, left London at nine o'clock this morning. So having to be at Heathrow at six o'clock. Oh, so right now it's what? It's about 4, a. M. four in the morning? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, so it's like a what six-hour flight across? Uh, no. no, it was uh, eight hours to Atlanta, two-hour layover, and then Ooh. four and a half here. When I think of an eight-hour plane flight, it just makes me just like shiver. I, 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 I've, done, I've done it before, but I've done the twelve-hour flight. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, oh, dude, I've, when I've done it, I've I done went it to India, too, you know, um, oh, South yeah. Africa. <laughs> yeah, I sat in the middle of two people on a oh. flight to India, like dude. like this, with them sweating on either side of oh. me. It was, oh. uh, I had some very strange Polish girl next to me who. So she was furry too. Oh no! No, really? no. She, was, she was the other I'm side so of the sorry. Polish. I'm she sorry. was the very slim, petite, oh. blonde. Oh, probably looking for a husband. I can oh. say that. Um, but she just wouldn't stop fidgeting to the point where she ended up at one point sitting ninety degrees to the front of the seat with her knees up around her. I was just, really, that's weird. It just, and, and of course, I'm sitting there thinking, I can't move now because you're just moving around like some weird animal but more <laughs> importantly no kids no screaming Fabulous. well that's good that's definitely that's, yeah especially i was quite impressed with yeah. that so that was that was my problem with the flight when i went to london was on the way back we had the the preferred seating and yeah. there's supposed to be an empty seat right well this french woman with her kid sat down right and, next to you Damn. yes oh and fail. And she put the little kid in the seat next to me. Oh, double fail. And the little girl was just like, Mother, I want chips now. Like one of those, like, it was like Veruca salt. I mean, it was just like, I want chips now. 
make them bring me chips. And she's like, honey, we're, they're, they're getting ready to take off. I don't care. I want chips. You should have told her to shut now. up. No, she didn't. Well, no, you should have told her. Oh to shut no, up. I just I kept giving the look like, <laughs> shut your fucking kid up. And then she's like, make them turn on the television now. You know, it was like oh, all this oh like demand. And she's gosh. like, they'll turn it on in a minute, sweetie. I want it now. I mean, and it was like, okay, you know. I mean, it was. You know what you should have done? You should have acted like you were opening up your bag and then elbowed her right in the chest. <laughs> oh my gosh, well, I'm no. so sorry. Well, no. So then halfway through the flight, the little girl starts to fall asleep. And she starts doing this thing where she's like kind of coming over towards me. Ugh. And I just kind of looked at the mom, like, looked at the kid, like back at the mom, like, do she something. Not touch me, yeah. you know? Because I'm pissed at this point. So what does the little girl do? She puts her legs right across <gasps> my lap. Ew. And starts to fall asleep. So I turn and I just looked at the mom and she just looks at me and gives me a big smile, like, oh, isn't she cute? And I just went, <laughs> And pushed her little kid's legs off. <laughs> the little kid flung like halfway around in her seat and she woke up and I just gave the mom a look like, if you fucking say anything to me, I'm going to get up and just start punching people. And she was just like, come here, come here, darling. And like put her over on the other uh, side. Gross. And I was just like, oh, like it was the most frustrating flight I've ever been That's on. That's horrible. See, when I flew to uh, uh, to London, I, I was doing so for work and I got to fly on British Airs. And I got to fly in business class, which was nice. delicious. I mean, like, you had a little thing, and you got to lie down, yeah. and they brought you little napkins for your stuff, and a glass of champagne before the plane, plane took off. Love and it's nice. it's horrible, Love because that. now that I know that you. that exists, I don't yeah, want to go back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because yeah. by the time I flew to India, we were making cutbacks and stuff, and I had to fly coach the whole way, and that was just, ugh. No. So, what are the things, yeah, fun. Um, speaking of your I former could, job. I could probably deal with coach domestic, but... If I had to go anywhere more than... It's just ridiculously expensive, though, yeah. to yes. fly anything I mean, it would be worth it, it though. Uh. I mean, it's cost me £800 flight, and that's cattle class. That's, so, and that's yeah, expensive. Yeah, yeah. That's what? That's like a ball of... Yeah, yeah, dollars? over grand. Over grand. It's yeah. a dollar and so a half. half. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's 1.5 yeah. at the moment for us. So, now, how long are you here for? Uh, until next Thursday, just for a week. And you're, so. you're in San Diego the entire yeah. time? Yeah. Wow. So, what are you going to do? I have no idea. Well, that's a start. Yeah, we're going to do the zoo, the wild animal park. um, Both good things. Black Speed. That's good. Oh, you're a ginger. Make sure you put on uh, plenty of sunscreen. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not ending up as red as a lobster. I have umbrellas and sunscreen because I'm hasty pale too. Yeah. Yeah. But the ginger will come out at that point. Yes. Alrighty. One bit of sun and then I'll be ginger. (laughs) And where are you staying while you're here? I've got an apartment. Oh, wow. On yeah. Alabama, Apple. right down the street from Pax. Not far from There's Pax. actually, I, I that found That was kind of the reason? Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I suggested it to him because, I and so whoever's listening, um, it's called the Sunburst Inn, and mm. it's actually an old apartment building that they rent out the entire apartment. Oh. And yeah. it's like it's 90 fabulous. bucks a night. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Really so I have a lounge, TV, Wi-Fi. Full kitchen. Full kitchen. That's bathroom. excellent. Very cool. A king size bed for less yeah. money than it would have taken, and parking as well. Right. Party and, and a parking, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I can say bear, bear happy hours tomorrow night. Sundays are good at PAX. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I'm then, in there Sunday and through then, Wednesday. Uh, so cool. the richest thing is this weekend too, right? Yeah, I don't know a lot of people that go to that consistently, but there yeah. there should be people there. So I think so, yeah. um, well, we, we're we, getting drunk tomorrow to celebrate Jeff's 
uh, quitting his birthday. Uh, oh, quitting yeah, his quitting, birthday, his quitting his job. <laughs> quitting his birthday. I quit. I'm done getting older. Told I quit, I told I quit his job. <laughs> and he got, oh. a, he got a new one that's not in Carlsbad and that pays like 40% more than the old one. Oh, my God. Yeah, so. Well, I guess, well, yes. we never um, carpooled up there anyway. But speaking of yes. Carlsbad and speaking of stuff, I right. found out interesting little fact that um, the building that I work in is the exact same building that Brian used to work in when he was at his old job. Really? Just across the hall. He was in Suite 200. I'm in Suite 250. Mm. I mean, how That's crazy funny. is that? Mikey and I uh, carpooled up one time, and as Mikey, he, he was dropping me off by the back because that's where we usually have our morning meeting. And uh, But we left going by the front, and he's like, this looks really familiar to me. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't, I think Brian worked around here somewhere. I'm like, well, I don't know. He works in Carlsbad, but I don't know. Um, and he looks up the address, and he rattles the address off. And I'm like, yeah, that's where I work. He's like, oh, my God. And then I had to text Brian. Yeah, he worked right across. Now, when you were working there, was it your company that was supposed to be building the entire complex? Because there's three buildings there now, and there was supposed to be a fourth. And it was going to be a campus for a really large internet company. Uh, we weren't we weren't building anything, okay. as far as I know. Yeah, they never built the fourth building, and now it's just an empty huh. lot. But I mean, it's there's a swimming pool between two of the buildings, and it's, what it's, we weren't yeah. there the whole time I was there, though. We were only there for like a, a well, about a uh, probably about a year and a half. Oh, okay. And then we moved up the road. You know where that AMPM is? Yeah. We were a catty corner from that. Oh, right. By on. the Wells Fargo building. Right on. Yeah. But no, that's a great office building. You know, where that glass when you when you make the right turn to go back to the parking lot, the glass that looks out over the front corner of the building. Uh huh. That's where our knock was. I mean, that's that's my oh. office. I used for my office. All so. right. So yeah. So do you guys? Can you use the swimming pool? Yeah. 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 That's cool. You just have to get a key from the. Well, we used to, have to get a key from the front desk. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I swam out there once, and it reminded me of how, how out of shape I was, <laughs> and that and that you can actually sweat when you swim, which is really yeah. an odd sensation. Well, yeah. <laughs> and they um, uh, people who work there will you know reserve the swimming pool for mm. a party and stuff. So. Yeah, it's wow. kind of neat. It's like a lap pool kind of thing. It's cool. Not, yeah. And our buddy um, Jason Merlo works at oh, yeah. Rubio's. He, we share a parking lot. He's in the uh, one of the other two buildings. It's crazy. It's a small world. Oh, yeah. I feel bad. That, that commute's just so mind-numbing and horrible. <laughs> um, this is true. <clears throat> this is so very true. Uh, so I was talking about um, the weather in San Francisco. I was going to talk real quick about uh, uh, going to San Francisco over the weekend. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And we went to Outside Lands, which is a three-day concert uh, in Golden Gate Park. And it was amazing. It was super fun. It, it's not quite as user-friendly as Coachella is in terms of the layout because, like, one of the main stages and the other main stage is, like, probably a quarter mile away. Oh, gosh. So if you have to hike from one to the other, it's, like, a, it's a big commitment. But um, we had a blast. A lot of the same people that went to Coachella. But it was, um, I mean, Foo Fighters, uh, Stevie Wonder, Beck... Who I'm jealous, uh, Trampled by Turtles. Yeah, Neil Young, Trampled by Turtles, uh, Metallica. Wow. Um, there's, uh, like, Granddaddy was one of the alternative bands that we saw, and uh, um, City of Color, City in Color, and oh, cool. a bunch of other stuff. But, um, so, yeah, so, well, one, like, of course, during Foo Fighters, we had to send Mike D videos of Ever- <laughs> us all yes. singing Everlong, yes. and there was, like, a picture of me with, like, Dave Grohl on the LED, the big panel, and I'm like, hey, Mike, Dave says hi. And I got to say, you know, I mean, they put on such a good show. They were fantastic. I mean, they came out, they only had, like, an hour and 15 minutes, and they freaking destroyed the place. They were so amazing. 
But uh, like the highlights really were uh, getting to see Trampled by Turtles at last. Like every guy in this band is like a little cubby or a bear. They're all adorable, mm-hmm. and uh, it's 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 like bluegrass, alt country kind of stuff, which I really like. Yeah, it's like new grasses. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, they're from Duluth, Minnesota, and so the the crazy thing is though, so Aaron and I were over waiting for uh, uh, Stevie Wonder's set to start, and when we were watching them play the mandolin player who's this cute ginger bear with mm-hmm. a cowboy hat he has like a little tin cup that i, I think he spits in it or something because he just had it with him you know and i'm sitting in the grass with aaron and i look up and there's a guy with a tin cup and i'm like and i kind of go and i go whoa and as i'm thinking that's just like the guy from travel i look up and it is him and i go i go like that and his and his and the girl that was with him looks and smiles at me and I go I go yeah I go that's just like the guy from Trump I go I go I just realized that's the guy from Trump by Turtles and she goes yeah it is and he turns around and I'm like hi and so we kind of talked to them and I got my picture taken with him and stuff oh, and I think he's, yeah. he's, the, oh, he's, he's the cutest one well the violin player is really adorable that's who Jason too. likes yeah. I like the mandolin player they're both best. adorable and uh, so yeah we got to watch we basically watched the whole All of Sea Wonder set with them kind of like right in front of us and, oh cool um, um, it was really cool, and and they were fantastic. And uh, Stevie Wonder was cool. I mean, that's like a once in a lifetime opportunity to yeah. see Stevie Wonder live. Well, good and job. it was fun because it was Aaron's birthday, and Stevie Wonder sang that song, you know, Happy Birthday. And so right. we were all having a good amount of fun with that. And then um, on Monday we went to the the Science Center and Golden Gate Park, which is really cool. They have this the big Exploratorium. No, no, Exploratorium's different. That's not in um, in Golden Gate Park. Um, the Science Center is like this relatively new thing. And uh, it's where the Steinhardt Aquarium is. So it's sort of been, it's anyway, they have this big, like, um, this huge sphere that's like three stories tall that's an Amazon rainforest. And you walk around the outside of it and it's full of butterflies and things like that. Oh, wow. And, yeah. And down at the very bottom, they have all kinds of cool fish and stuff from the Amazon. You can walk in a tunnel underneath it. And, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah it's really cool. Sounds... They have huge, um, they have a California coastline, huge tank, and they have like a, a Philippines tank with all kinds of bright fishes, cool stuff. And that sounds yeah, awesome. They have yeah. a room that looks like a like a room in a house, and they have a they make they have an earthquake in there, so you can experience. They have a planetarium inside the building, and yeah, and then on top they have a living roof. The top is all grass and plants and things. It kind of looks like a te- like the Teletubbies, <laughs> like these, yeah. and that's on the roof. And then what we really wanted to see was uh, across the way they have the De Young Museum. And that's an it's an art museum like of American art and stuff through, through but they well, why we wanted to go is because they were doing um, a retrospective of Jean Paul Gaultier's uh, work. Oh, cool! Which was ridiculous. It was so fucking cool. They had all these you know the mannequins with all the different outfits on them and stuff. And when you get close, you see all the detail. It's ridiculous and. They were using video projections, so the mannequins had faces, but like kind of like um, in like uh, at Disneyland. Yeah, exactly. And so you walk in, and there's like twelve mannequins, and they're looking around, like their eyes are moving left Ooh. and right, and they're smirking. <laughs> and one of them is Jean Paul Gaultier, and he's like talking about, "Hey, well, you know, I'm glad you could come to this, and I'm talking about my clothes, and fashion is fabulous, yeah. and all this crap." And it's the freakiest, weirdest thing. In yeah. fact, we went with Rob Helms. He actually went with us, and he's like, "Yeah, people are saying that." They're almost distracting away from the clothes because you spend so much time being weirded out by the mannequins. <laughs> but oh, well, um, I remember as a kid uh, the uh, the old episode mm. of Doctor Who with the mannequins that came alive. Uh, yeah. That freaked the hell out of me for years. I wouldn't go into department stores that had them in the window because <laughs> I thought these things were going to come alive and start killing people. It, it really, I mean, it, it was weird. And there was like one mannequin that was like a guy, and he's. 
looking into a mirror. So he's looking at his reflection, but then there's also a mannequin behind the mirror that's talking back to him, and they're having like an identity crisis, and it's this whole thing. And it was really where they have, of course, they had you know Madonna's costumes from the Truth or Dare tour, which is cool. Did they to have see. her projected on the mannequin? They did not have her projected, <laughs> but they had some really cool. Um, uh, photos and stuff of the two of them together. They had um, uh, Chris Tucker's outfit from Fifth Element. Nice. Uh, of course, we had our pictures taken with that. Yeah. That was the only bummer. Was that the, that was the only item that they had from Fifth Element? Oh, I really. What? I know. There were so many other. I know. Yeah. It was crazy. They had so much stuff. I mean, they had you know the jacket that Kurt Cobain wore in the video for Heart Shaped Box. They had you know they had the 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 man skirt. You know they had the full body outfits that that he had designed for women. They. I mean, crazy stuff that I hadn't even seen before, like these denim outfits that had like, you know, these blue body suits that showed muscles on them. And I mean, I'll show you, I, I got a lot of pictures I can, and I'm going to post them all on Facebook and stuff too. They had like this weird feathered, you know, wedding dress and it was just, <laughs> it was, it was really fantastic. I I was just blown away. And it, the thing was, we wanted to see that on Monday and we walked up there on Monday and it's, it was closed. So I was leaving on Tuesday, and I said, "Well, you know what? If we get up early enough, we can go to this before we go to the airport." And I and it was going to be a long day, but yeah, I mean, we woke up at like nine in the morning to go to the De Young with Rob Helms, and we had time to go do that and see some photography, and then we had to go and we got ice cream, and then we went to the airport, and I got on a plane, and then I landed, and then I went to work, and then I worked till two in the morning. Oh my god! <laughs> but I got to say, I was riding such a high from yeah. the weekend, and I mean. It was Aaron's birthday, and yeah. it was my birthday recently, so we were exchanging gifts, yeah. and we had like a total like gay, lovey-dovey weekend. Aww. We were all excited because it was the first time we'd ever taken a trip together, so Aww. we were having Aww. that whole like, we're on a trip together, yay, and you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was super gay, That's but adorable. it was a really, really fun weekend. Very fucking cool. Extremely cool. So, Yeah. So that's that's the rundown. And if you are into you know for for sure check check out Trampled by Turtles if that's your thing. I, I was love it. you you said you like um, City and Color. Mm-hmm. Um, I was blown away by them. They were they were fantastic. And I was listening to them just now, and uh, so I was really turned on by them. And there's another band called Tame Impala that played that was that I enjoyed quite a bit. I think they're from L.A. Uh, but all all in all, just just a really lovely good time. I got my scooter back. On yes, I saw, I saw that, that awesome. on the internet. Yes, um, first time I'd ridden it in like two years, and it was so much fun. And I was like, you know what? I don't care what else we have to do today. I just want to ride on my scooter. And then um, realized that oh yeah, we had to go um, get some clothes and then go to this wedding, mm-hmm. um, which was for Mike's cousin. And so while we're there, it was really interesting and sort of kind of um, there was that that one weird moment. So. Earlier, we had, uh, I'd met the father of the groom, and the groom is it, it was from Mike's side of the family. Anyway, um, it's at dinner, and so you know people are kind of milling around after eating, and I'm sitting there next to Mike, and um, father of the groom comes up. His name is Frank. I'm cool, Frank, I think. And um, so you know he says hello again to to me, and Mike is off talking to his brother, and um, then he goes, "So, how long have you and Mike been?" Uh, Fucking together, sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, it was been about a year and a half. You know, we started we started dating in, in January of last year. He's like, okay. And then he starts going on and and pretty much 
pre-apologizing for the person that he was 15 years ago, if I might have heard any stories. He didn't actually say that, but he was pretty much saying, you know, 15 years ago, he was a very different person than he is now, and that... Um, and then we got into gay marriage and um, <laughs> how his feelings on that, and it was very religious. And he's like, you know, I'm, you know, because of the Bible and you know what I believe. And I'm not into you know marriage. Would you, you know, what do you think about a civil, some kind of civil ceremony that has the exact same whatevers? And I'm like, okay, I'm at somebody else's wedding. I'm not going to get into it mm-hmm. with him. So I'm like, okay, yeah, and being really non-political. And then we get into abortion. And Holy then, crap. Was and, he drunk? No. Wow. And, then, and then we get into <laughs> politics and how he's a moderate and whatever. And I'm like, you know, and how each side is doing things. you try to kiss you at things. the end of it? No. Oh. But I, I was just, it was one of those things. His number in I know. I'm like, all right, thank you, Mike, for leaving me alone with this man who's wow. just sort of rambling on about all this stuff. It oh was... It was really uncomfortable. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, to that's, a, that's a lot. Oh, of heavy. Did you stuff. say like that'll be like minutes. that'll be forty dollars for the therapy <laughs> session? I mean, gosh. Yeah. So uh, that was fun. Um, Weird. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 there's, but, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, no, but uh, it was also it was also really interesting that the mother of the groom came up to us, you know, and she was just like all over me. She's like, "Thank you so much for being here. We're really, you know, it's great to see you. So nice to have gays. Exactly. Here. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Is like, you know, we were the token gays, and over at another table over there were the token two black people, and and <laughs> that that that's it. I'm surprised they didn't actually see us at the like same Noah's table. Like, here's the minority did table. You, did you have to? Yeah. Did you have to wear a little t? lapel yeah. pen or something yeah. <laughs> pink triangles and yes, stuff. yeah exactly yeah Jeez. no so but she was really happy to have the gays there and we represented i think we did a good job at representing <laughs> we were suitably gay we were suitably gay at not a wedding gay. and it, we didn't really bring up like hey it must be really nice to be able to get married or anything no. yeah um, don't pee on people's parade yeah exactly. we weren't we weren't doing that but you know it was it was good to be there and and it made me think about it. it's like you know what we need to just get out there and just be out there. Yeah. And let people see us. Absolutely. Uh, that's the way I believe. Yeah. And that's all. Aaron I'm and I were, well, we were in San Francisco. It doesn't really count. Yeah, no. But we were gaying up that place everywhere. <laughs> <we were. laughs> yeah, it's pretty gay. Yeah, yeah. My brother got married gay. three months ago. And the best man actually made a point of the fact that they were the only stag do of the bachelor party that had their own bear. <laughs> mentioned it three times in the sta- in the in the best man speech. It was <laughs> I'm the only one there that knows what the hell they're talking about, uh-huh. apart from the others that have gone. Uh-huh. And there's this: what are they on about? What are they on about? And <laughs> they then you could just bear. But then you could start seeing the the random people who were on the stag weekend uh-huh. leaning over and just pointing at me. Uh, Does he have a bear now? Okay, so now for the Americans who are listening to this yeah. and don't know what that means, describe a stag weekend and describe well, the phenomenon of yeah, stag party. Oh, the phenomenon that is stag well, in Britain, this, though. This stag it's party different. was. Um, it's yeah, it, was it actually like, involves real stags. Well, um, uh. it wasn't quite that bad. Um, this was me, my brother, and 14 of his straight mates, many of which I last saw when they were. Fifteen when I left school, mm-hmm. and they were two years behind me. Um, going to the arse end of Spain, oh which God. is known for bachelor parties and hen weekends, and <laughs> that's all they cater for. 
and we spent four days there. Oh my gosh. I seriously, I, I hated it because <laughs> there was nothing for me. Out yeah, I so say you're not going to yeah. lay there. No. Nah. I, uh, but the best thing was, of course, I, I, I really needed a T-shirt that just said, your boobs have no power here. Right. <laughs> because at, on all the streets, there's these girls in really skimpy tops and really skimpy short shorts trying to get you into the bar and offering you whatever you want right. to come and, you know, bottles of drink and, and whatever. Right. So <laughs> now we're going there. Your boobs have no power. I'm not coming yep. in because you're flashing your tits at me. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Though saying that, so we, we took my brother, we took him out one night, and he was in one of the green morph bodysuit things. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was um, interesting. I saw more of my brother there than I really needed to. <laughs> <laughs> and ever, ever want to see again. Straight people love to get naked. <sighs> It was, especially, yeah. especially, it seems a lot of the British stag things. It this involves a this, lot of alcohol, oh, a yeah. lot of nudity, all, often yeah. being shaved and or handcuffed uh, to something. Yeah, we ended yeah. up in the Coyote Ugly Bar, right? Um, which you we all threw ten euros into the pot to basically have him dragged onto the bar and slapped around the face right. and spanked and water <laughs> sprayed all over him. She hit him that hard, one of his contact lenses fell out. Holy wow. shit. <laughs> uh, there's, there's the video, oh, and you can see my brother just turn around, look at her, and if you do that once more, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> oh, my God. But she, whack, whack, ran the face. Oh, my wow. God. A week before his wedding. All nice. right. Um, but, yeah, so we did that. I ended up going one night in shorts, T-shirt and red fireman braces, uh-huh. all of which I do have with me this weekend, along with the braces kilt. for your Americans. Is uh, suspenders. suspenders, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> See, oh, your list of words. Yes, yes your list of words yes. is coming out. I should make a list for our um, I also have brought the kilt as well. Um, <laughs> but so I'm wearing that. I get mistaken for the the stag three times that night. My brother at that point is wearing a pointy hat and pair of false boobs. <laughs> I get mistaken as the stag. I also got called um, Zach Galliford the Galifianakis. Got mistaken for him three times as well. That's this. As soon as I see a ginger beard, they're like, "It was the ginger." I it love was, the hangover. It was the ginger in the beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was it was an experience. It's one I really wow. don't ever ever want to repeat again. All right. Uh, but the beach was lovely. Oh, spending funny. the day on. The, but seriously, sitting around the beach and the pool with these groups of testosterone, tattooed, shaved, straight men. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I really would have got killed. But I just sat there very quietly and as I'm just going to stay here and look. Leave <laughs> <laughs> me alone and don't make me turn over. Where, where in Spain was this again? Uh, Magaluf. Magaluf. Yeah, which is... Okay. Um, yeah, South Spain. Um, All right. It's, it was an interesting weekend. But yeah, be, having the fact that they were the only stag party that had a bear <laughs> at, in the best man speech, which is recorded and on the video. Oh, stag parties yes. didn't have a bear. Um, or two. <laughs> or the two bears. Two bears would have been so much more fun. Right? I love them. They're so much fun. What are you talking about? The two bears. It's a couple of guys from Hot Chip. Okay. 
Oh, um, oh, the bear song, right? Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I'm with you. Bear hug. <laughs> yes, yeah. bear yeah. hug. Oh, you having a bear? Yeah, I have like a ten minute overly done remix okay. of that song. Yeah, no, it's fun. I like. It's Mikey introduced me to it. It made me think of uh, your story. Made me think of one more story from Outside Lands that involves having to bear out a little bit, using my powers for good and not evil. <laughs> um, we were What's waiting for for city. Well, you know, I. It, with age comes wisdom, I suppose. Whoa. But uh, I know, it's crazy. I'm not uh, touching that with the <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting for City and Color to start, and there's these, you know, there's young people all around us and stuff, and these two girls and two guys to our right. And right before, right, right before it's about to start, these two girls muscle by us with another guy, and kind of in a rude, sort of shovey way, and they're with the people that are right in front of us. And the band strikes up, comes out, everybody's clapping, and they're all yippity yapping to each other. And the band starts playing a very slow, kind of quiet song. And they're just, I mean, you can see one of them is holding a five-hour energy drink, so they're just all fucking up. And they're just like, hey, would you do this? And this, and this, and this. And it's just like really loud and really frantic and stuff. And I'm looking at, you know, and Aaron's looking at them, and I'm like, yeah, this is Aaron's favorite band, almost, you know. And, and I can see other people kind of looking at them, too, you know. And finally, I just go, I put my hand on the guy's shoulder, and I go... Hey guys, guys, I know you're excited, I know you're having fun, but you are so fucking distracting right now that we can't hear the band or enjoy this concert at all because of what you're doing. And I and you know, and they looked at me and they kind of went like, "Oh. Oh wow, wow, man. Like we're sorry. We're sorry. Oh wow." You know, and they like all got really quiet. And then I kind of felt bad because I'm like, you know, because I don't want to like bring them down. But then I was like, well, fuck, they're ruining our good time, you know? Right. And so they are quiet. And then the guy next to me on my left goes like, I'd be fucking afraid of you, too. And I'm like, I go, well, I go, I, go, I just want to hear the I just want to be able to hear the band, you know? And what was crazy was that the guy who got there last at, after the song was over, he goes, he goes, I'm so sorry, man. He's like. I've totally been to shows where people annoy the fuck out of me and I want to tell them to shut the fuck up, but I never really have the nerve to. He's like, I'm glad you told us to be quiet because I would hate, you know, I didn't even realize how annoying we were being. And by the end, he's like, my name's, you know, so-and-so. He's like, what's your name? And where are you going next? And what bands are you to? It's like, <laughs> we were like best friends. And I was like, Excellent. and, and I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, either you can sit and stew yeah, and like I used to, I would just stew, and then finally I go, "Fucking shut up, you fucking cunt," yeah. you know, and like go right. off, and then instead I just or went, just you know, be pushing a child, exactly, or be, right. yeah, right. But, well, <laughs> <laughs> or you can just sort of like just go, "Look, I'm going to relate to you as a human being, and like I don't want to shame you or embarrass you, but you're being an ass right yeah. now, you know." And that's kind of what I tried to do, and it, it was it was how, weird. Yeah, how you handled it, I think, definitely works because yeah. a lot of people would they'd just be <clears throat> all. Um, Shut the fuck up, yeah. you know. Shut the fuck up, and then being very in your face, and yeah. you were very customer. It service. also helps that I'm six foot five and three hundred ten pounds. Right. I mean, I'm not gonna lie; that definitely helps persuade things. But I'm also flagging heavy, heavy gay. I mean, I've got my arms around my boyfriend, and I've got a pink neckerchief on, and you know the whole thing, <laughs> you know. And so I don't feel like I'm a threatening person, but. Um, Just it definitely size. worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the guy next to me was almost as tall as me. He was, you know. But uh, I think also because they're not assholes. I mean, yeah. that was the nice thing too. And your story totally reminded me of a movie I watched last night. Mm -hmm. It was it's called God Bless America. God Bless America. Yes, I've never heard of it. And it's um, Bobcat Goldthwait actually directed it. Oh lord, oh, my God. really? <laughs> yes. It was. I mean, it's definitely a boo movie, but it was freaking hysterical. And it's basically this dude that all this bad shit keeps happening to him. And his daughter's kind of like that little girl on the plane. Like, 
<laughs> I want bitch. this. I want this. I want this. You know, and he comes to the realiz- He like comes to this head where he basically is like fucking reality people, reality TV shows, and all these like public people that are like like snooky and all them are helping exacerbate. Oh yeah, the whole yeah, absolutely thing. right. Yeah, so he goes on a rampage across the United States and starts killing them all. Okay, I've heard, I've of heard about this. <laughs> I've heard of this movie. Oh, I need to see this. And there's a scene in the movie theater that is just—I'm not going to give. I, I'll tell you, but I'm not because it's not giving away the whole movie. But it reminded me of you, where yeah. there's him and this and this other person are in this theater and they're watching a movie. And it's like this art house film, and these four teenagers come in and. The one girl is really quiet in the middle of them, and then there's a guy on her side and another woman, and she starts answering her phone. She's like, oh, hey, I'm in a movie. I'm in a movie. No, I'm in a movie right now. Uh-huh. And then she hangs up, and then she picks it back up. Hey. No, I'm at the movie. Oh, no, we're in the middle. We're over here. You know, and they start waving at people, and they're both just sitting oh, there my God. Like, watching this movie. And you can see it on their faces, like, it's coming, you know? Yeah. And then, the, and then finally... Um, they all just start talking during the movie and they're like laughing at the film and making fun of it. And then the, and then the, the guy turns around, he kind of gives him a look and he goes, can you please be quiet? And they're like, Ooh, you know, and start being teenagers, you know, and he turns around and the guy that's in front of him looks back and kind of gives him a, yeah, that was cool. You know, you told him to be quiet. And then he answers his phone and is like, <laughs> I'm at the office. I can't talk right now. No, I'm working, <laughs> honey. I can't, you know. Oh my god. So then he just like he starts to pull out the gun that's in his thing. Oh my god. And he's very he's traveling with a teenager and she grabs the gun. And she goes, "No, no, no. No, Frank. I'll do it." And ah! she grabs the gun and she stands up and she just starts shooting at the teenagers behind her and they start running and she's missing them and so he grabs the gun back from her and just starts Taking them out one by one. This is very Colorado. I don't know if I'm comfortable and with turns, that. <laughs> and then he turns around and shoots the guy on his phone. But then he leaves oh. the one girl alive. And, and he just looks at her and he goes, thank you for being quiet. <laughs> and he walks oh out. God. And they walk out and leave the movie. That's but there's like, that's horrible. just one scene of okay. like the whole movie. I'm going to say this. Uh, for Bobcat Coltwaite, he it seems to have this curse where like with that he comes out with this which normally would be very funny except that we have the memory right. of yeah. of Columbia. and before that he did one thing um this movie called shakes the clown right. which was about an an alcoholic clown and he was on a show to talk about it and the people who did the show didn't actually do their research about this they like oh it's bobcat goldthwait he's funny it's about a clown sounds great they bring him on the show that he's on is dare which for those of you that don't oh, know, it. it's an anti-drug and alcohol thing for kids <laughs> to stay clean. And so he's on there. Talk, he's supposed to talk about this clown who's going through DTs and is oh going through my an out. Yeah. And wow. so just poor Bobby just yeah. keeps getting really But, but the movie, bad. the movie, I mean, yes, that scene, it takes place like that. But it's not like a group like. Hey, I'm walking into a theater and shooting a bunch of people. Right, but it's it's the still, I know, but it's, it's the point behind it, like where it's like, you know, stop fucking talking in the yeah. movie theater, you know that kind of thing. Well, the, and and that's just one scene out of the whole thing, and it's it's really it's it's a good movie. It's quite really a, quite a few of the movie theaters around near me are now doing over 21 showings for oh, yeah, exactly yeah, that, that reason, yeah. right. and I'm quite yeah. happy to pay the extra. Mm. Yeah, just to yeah. not have annoying. Well, we've talked so about great. the one that we have up north where it costs a little more, but you you have a reclining seat. Yeah. You can choose your seat, and it's like it's like the price point is what 
keeps you away from Absolutely. the people that are usually annoying yeah. you, which is, it's sort of elitist to say that, but it's like, I just want to go to a movie. That's why I'm glad I'm free in the day because I can go to a movie yeah. and not really have to deal with people. Yeah. Um, I will say that like in terms of like treating the way I treated those people, between being a bartender and having to deal with people who are in and crisis so get situation, the fuck out of my well. exactly. And 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 also I will say one of an influence on me is um, the work of of, of Louis C.K. Because if you ever watch the show Louis, his I mean he's a bit of a sad sack and stuff, but a lot of what he does is and not always, but he'll confront a situation in a time when you probably wouldn't right and it's sort of it's not like it's teaching me to do that and i wouldn't put myself in harm's way or something if i didn't have to but i've started to really start to think like you only go around once and it it's hurting your insides when you don't say how you feel and there are times when you should and times when you shouldn't clearly but if somebody's sort of impinging in what do i want to say infringing infringing on your good time And or on the good times of others or taking advantage of you in some way, then it's time to speak up, you know, Absolutely. and say, fuck it. What's the worst that's going to happen? They can tell you to go to hell and that just gives you an excuse to tell them to go right there themselves, yeah. you know. So that's that's sort of my take on that. So And then punch them in the tits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, speaking of people we want to tell to go to hell, um, Mick, Mitt Romney has uh, chosen a running mate. Yes. <laughs> um Mr. Ryan. Uh, Ryan, is it, it's Rand Paul? No, no. Ryan. Ryan. Paul Ryan. Ryan is Paul his last Ryan, name. Paul sorry. Ryan, sorry. Paul Ryan. Oh, then I don't know anything about him. I was thinking it was Rand Paul, you know, no, Ron Paul's no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, son. Oh, okay. So no, it's Paul the, Ryan. The I don't know. Is it the kill Paul. Medicare? Yeah, yeah. He, he's the one that did the kill Medicare bill. Is that to make it look like Mitt never supported Obama's health care program like he did years ago and then flipped yeah, on it? Yeah, pretty much. So now he's like a guy, got a guy who's totally against that, so right. it makes him look like, you know, he's changed his ways for good. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. So this guy's basically voted against everything gay, obviously. Yeah. Um, including, like, protection bills, everything. Yeah. Anything and everything that comes so up, he's he gay. votes against it. So he's gay. He probably, yeah. <laughs> and then... And then he um, uh, wants to cut Medicare and cut Social Security completely. So what do old people do when they get old? They they die. Does he want to cut it or privatize it? No, he wants to cut it completely. So when you turn old, you're just hoping that you have savings. Because if you don't, you're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah. Well, that works out for rich people. Right. Of which he is. And then, of course, you know, he wants to give tax cuts to the rich. But well, somehow they're going to convince poor people that they're the candidate to vote for. And somehow poor people are going to the, but feel the, that That's way. the whole point. Is that for, all right, from an outsider's point of view, they don't care about the poor people because they're getting rid of their voting rights by the uh-huh. sound of it, aren't they? Now, while we have someone here from Britain, let's talk about socialized medicine. How does, from your inside view, how does that work? Does it work well? It's does fabulous. It work? Yeah. I cut my finger off. I go to the hospital and deal with it. And come out of it with a new finger or fixed finger. And I don't have to worry about whether I've got insurance or anything. I phone for an ambulance and it turns up and they deal with it. You know, I mean, it just... It's, makes sense. It's, yeah. I mean, all right, there are times when having private medical right. makes a lot more sense when you want to get something done quickly or you're not getting the answer right. that you want. But but you, that's an option and that's you can an option, do that. Yeah. And, and now, do they offer something like insurance there, yeah. where so people yeah. who want to get private medicine are still yeah. paying to it? And a lot of companies do offer private medical insurance if okay. you want it. 
But, you know, if you don't want it, you've got the National right. Health Service. So if you have, with the National Health Care, yeah. do you still have a doctor that you get to choose, or is it just whoever they give you when you go no, in? You, yeah. um, well, I mean, most people will be registered with a doctor's surgery okay. near where they live. Um, and then when you want to go and see a doctor, you phone up and make an appointment and you go. Hmm. Um, when you go to a hospital, you just go to whichever hospital is near you. You know, if you want to go to a hospital that you prefer, you go there because you want to. But right, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean that's I mean, our current system works that way to an extent, except you have to have, you know. But the thing is, I don't, I, I still don't understand why people are so against it. I, Other than that, I guess we'd have to go through a shift. I think what it is is maybe that Americans are afraid that we're going to shift and have to be like Europe in the sense that things are going to cost more and that there's a price to things and you're going to have to give up stuff and have to wait for it to sort of sort itself out and no one wants to give up anything or right. or do without. Also because but, I, I think uh, uh, the insurance companies are going to lose right. Absolutely. Right. Well, yeah. and, and I think they lobbyists, are probably sure. the ones who are behind um, making the word socialism sound evil. Yeah. They're trying mm-hmm. to make it sound like Marxism. And the thing is, uh, the thing is we and, have elements and, of socialism now. Medicare and Social Security. Right, but people that's don't socialism. get that. Well, and that's but this is, I mean, we, we also have that. I mean, you know, the whole Medicare, uh, the, the Social Security. You know, my mum my retires in six weeks. Yeah. And at the end of, you know, working for 30-odd years after having me, you know, she gets a, a pension every week, right? Because she's paid into it. You mm-hmm. know, it's yeah. right, you know, it's part of every month her wages. A little bit goes out for the right. national insurance, which right. pays for Medicare. You know, right. the medical, and it pays for the insurance. Mm-hmm. The problem we're having here is the baby boomer generation is coming of age. Yeah, and there's, and there's a lot so of old many of them <laughs> that there's not enough younger people to help pay into that. Sure. But. What I want to know is if they're going to get rid of Social Security, where's my money then? I've been paying into it right. since That's I, what I started know working. I everything Does I that paid. just mean they get to, they're just going to take all that money from Pretty me? Because I, I have yeah. a fair amount coming to me at this point. You know, it makes me sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay, so from a, for, from a UK perspective, Mitt Romney is basically performance art. He isn't mm-hmm. actually going to be. There. <laughs> The Republican candidate is he? They've got someone hidden for the for the, the no, convention see, that's going to come out. Yeah, they, they're going to turn around at the convention and say, "No, actually," you, and, and, and Ashton Kutcher will just turn around and say that you, you've all been punked, <laughs> yeah. and actually, it's Condoleezza who's you know. But I mean, it is a joke, isn't it? It's, it's, it is it's, a joke. It's, cra- it's It's a joke. That's true, but it's not it's a not joke a that joke. he's putting on us. It's 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 a joke yeah. that it's happening at all, and. What to me, what is really scary is that I do think that there's an aspect of truth there. Is that I think Romney's like, look, if I win, fuck yeah, because then you know the rich get richer, and my interests are looked out for, and the interests of my family and my colleagues, because we're all rich white people. But if I lose, I still make a shit ton of money Absolutely. because I can go on the lecture circuit, yeah. I can write a book, I can write a memoir, I can do all these things. Yeah. I, everybody's going to be into me because my face will sell product. Mm. And that's, I think that's the Palin lesson that yeah. we're all unfortunately going to yeah. be victims of for a long time is that She's it just doesn't matter like if you're, if, you if you're lose. smart or if you're well-intentioned or any of that, mm. you just need to be shocking enough to make a splash. Yeah. You know, and that's part of it's one of the 
unfortunate. I think it's one of the unfortunate side effects of the culture of fame that we're currently going through. And who knows if that will ever end before we end, you know, but um, if it doesn't, then we're, we're in trouble because you are, you don't have kids that want to be astronauts and lawyers and doctors anymore. They all want to be snooky. I mean, I I work in schools. Uh, I, I, basically go around and tell teachers their shit and how to get better. <laughs> that is literally my job description. Um, but <laughs> I, I was in a school a couple of weeks ago and they had this fabulous display out the front of what the kids want to be when they grow up. And there were about 40 or 50 of them up there and there were sports stars and astronauts and doctors. Right. But about half of them were, I want to be famous. Right. I want to be on TV. Right. For nothing in particular, they just want to be famous. Right. right. And you ask them, what do you want to be famous for? Well, I don't want to have to think about it. I just want to be famous and be on Big Brother. And, right. You know. Who you want to get to be? Shaja Gabor. Yeah. Um, and you know what? It's funny, but no, it, but it really is Gabor true. Gabor at least had talent. These are true. kids that just mm-hmm. want to be on reality-type television right. shows. Yeah. They want to no be a Kardashian. But, you know, yeah, they right. want to be Paris Hilton. Yeah. You know, they want to just, yeah. I just want to be rich and beautiful and walk around. Back in the, what was it, early 70s when Warhol said everyone will have 15 minutes minutes of fame, fame, it has come true. And, you know, at the time people laughed, but it's come true. And that's kind of crazy. Everybody wants their 15 minutes. And now Mm -hmm. they're entitled to it because they see everybody else doing it. On their YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a shame because, you know, as as we get older and become more crotchety and set in our ways and and convinced (laughs) that the the youth are the problem of everything, it's that it's hard for us to see past because I know that there are young people who are worthwhile who are doing worthwhile things but nobody fucking pays attention to them it's always these crazy outlandish kids you know it's always these YouTube sensations you know stuff that you see on Tosh or whatever and I, you know, it, it's a shame that there isn't something that's celebrating young people doing awesome things yeah. right now. Like young people that can be role models to other young people, right. not, not to right. mention, yeah. you know, I mean, like, so you could be like, wow, I don't have to be like famous. I don't have to watch America's Got Talent and hope that my YouTube video will be discovered mm-hmm. and that I'll end up making a million dollars or whatever. You know, it's like it's it's sad and it's frustrating and it's unfortunate it's the time we live in. And, you know, you just got to hope that eventually there'll be a click. I, that's my other theory too, is that that's the reason why all of this, um, all of these apocalypse and reset button type works of fiction are so popular. It's because we unknowingly Deep down, want, we want that to happen. <laughs> yeah. We, we want a reset button so we can go, I mean, we've all played enough video games at this point that it's like, okay, well I built my earth, and it didn't turn out the way I wanted it, so I kind of want to like yeah. start Go over again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like now that I know all this shit, can I like not put that there yeah. and not make those guys think that, or you know, and try again? Right but idea. the thing is, if Rome falls, I mean, it won't be pretty for a long time. I mean, it's going to be fucked up for a but long time. So if, if we're going to get a reset, can we wait until at least the seventh Game of Thrones book is out? Oh no, shit! <laughs> I'm in. I'm in the. I'm almost done with the fifth one, and I'm losing my mind. Oh wait, wait, wait! What book? Game, Game of, Thrones, of Thrones. The oh. Songs of Fire and Ice. The, yeah, the those, R.R. Martin stuff. I'm. I'm in the middle of the third book of the Hunger so Games. So. Oh right. Oh yeah. dude, come on! I know I, you're busy. I know. I got things yeah. to do. If anything. <laughs> Put that down. I mean, that's no, the Hunger Games. The third, the third book is yeah. really good, though. The Hunger Games yeah. is cute. You know, Game of Thrones will skew your perspective. I have three thousand two hundred and forty-three I mean, books that I have to read on my Kindle. Jesus, not oh, really, but I, I just I have a ton. Yeah. And, you know what's and, funny is my my friend Matt is reading these books at the same yeah. time, and he's been reading voraciously because right. he's about to start school in about three weeks. 
and I get text messages almost daily from him going, oh my God, so-and-so did that, and that happened to there? Yep. I can't believe this. Fuck these books. Fuck these books. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. My, bro- my, my flatmate's been listening to them on Audible. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. Every so often I walk past his room or the kitchen and hear the bit, and I'm thinking, I'm not going to say anything because I know what comes next. Uh, yeah. And that's the thing. I've, I've been having to be so, because Aaron's yeah. reading them too. And Aaron just started the second one. Yeah. And I, I go, you know, the second one is, is like, the second one's like taking off your clothes and making out. And the third one is like just getting the fucking of your life. Like it's so brilliant. <laughs> and it's the third one is just, yeah perfect and then the fourth one is is fine and the fifth one has been good (laughs) but it's a little like i'm ready for i'm really ready for like the big shit to happen you know so is there is there three more or two (laughs) more uh well it depends on how they're going to be split up does yeah well i mean mean, there are two more two more books that's what i'm talking about whether it's okay but then he also said that Books three and four were going to be one book. So, oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I, I know. That's that's the thing about the fourth. Why he said the tone was somewhat yeah, different yeah. was because he realized that certain stories had to be told, and so that's just get yeah bigger and bigger and bigger. Okay. And it's just okay. Just I mean, without, finish the bloody books. Yeah, and it's not a it's not a spoiler to say this, but basically three and four are happening at the same time, yeah. but okay. from different, different places parts, in the yeah. kingdom. Yeah. So, which is kind of the second season, right? Uh, no, no, the second season is the th- second book. The, the, third, okay. the third season of the TV is just going to be very interesting because actually if they go by the books, half the characters aren't in there. Right. And Daenerys isn't in the entire the, the third book. Um, fourth book. Fourth. fourth book. But she's, she's missing for an entire book. A lot um, of people are because yeah. like I said, like, like it's the only fourth the, book it's and the, the fifth book. It's a different perspective. Yeah, and you get, it's, I mean, it, it's still compelling. Yeah. I just don't know how they're going to do this TV show. It's going to have to be like 20 seasons because there's so much to say. And I know, <laughs> I mean, right now they've already done a lot of tweaking and stuff yeah. with it that's hard to watch at times, but um, it's still I'm engaging. Just, I'm more concerned that they're going to get to a point where the books are finished. Mm-hmm. But they're going to have to finish the TV so They can't wait until the books are finished No, to film oh. the last few seasons. They've got a lot to film. Well, still. Yeah, they have a lot to film, and they only do it once a I year. I just hope so. this guy is really—he's kind of old and he's really fat. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just—I mean, I wish there was something we could do. Like, I mean, I have a Kickstarter fund, and I'd give him money to like, you know, not die, you know, or yeah, we don't if, have. If he does, we have to like, like he'll be the first brain that we ever That's preserve it. that we can <laughs> pull information jar. from and make the make the book. Future jar. It, it's kind of like when Stephen <laughs> King was finishing the Dark Tower series. Yeah. I'm like, you can't you die. Uh, there and there was this great uh he said something about there was a, an inmate on death row who had sent him a letter saying you know i'm i'm going to die and i'm going to die before your books are finished can you tell me how it ends <laughs> and stephen king actually told him how, how wow. it ended. yeah oh, because wow. because he didn't want the guy to not be able to know oh not be able just, to go yeah. to death peacefully so maybe i should just like do like a make a wish thing and send it go. to martin and be like look man no, I don't want to know. But like I, reverse, so like if you're gonna die, knowing. I want you to tell me. Yeah. Oh, he can't. Yeah. So, and he's like I, almost every day, like he just light a candle and just like stay alive, <laughs> <laughs> stay alive. Like what, like six more years, so you can write those yeah. those last two books or however long it's gonna take. That's the, the, you'll see online like people will be like, you bitches who just started reading, you don't know shit. We had to wait five uh, fucking well, years no, in between I, books. I think there was almost a decade between one of the yeah, books. It's at the crazy. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, because Tim Tim Langemeyer's been reading them since the beginning, and he's just like, he's like, I don't want to hear your bitching. He's like, I had to wait so long in between books. And, so anyway, now you can just yeah. download them all, almost. On uh-huh. cool. uh, well, we need to um, wrap it up. Oh, Kevin. I want to tell the story about uh, about Kevin. 
Okay. It shouldn't take long. Tell. Okay, so we went, uh, Yada and I went to LA um, like three weeks ago because um, Kevin Chamberlain, who we've talked about on the show yeah. before, um, great guy, uh, he's working on a show on the Disney Channel called Jesse. And uh, I saw my first episode of that yeah. on the plane today. It's, he's very pretty. Isn't he cute? He's a cute. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Well, he'd love to hear you say that because he likes hearing nice things, but who doesn't? Mm. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's this tween show on Disney, and it's very typical Disney. It's like cacophonous and loud and crazy. And it's all, you know, he's the only adult on the whole show for the most part, unless there's teachers here and there. But, um, and so he's very sexy and he's got a beard and he's always, you know, dressed in cute clothes and stuff like that. So we went and saw a taping um, with uh, with Billy and Barry. Yes. And it was Barry, fun. who looks so much thinner. Oh, he yeah. just keeps losing weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he looks that great. Looks good. And, uh, you know, so we got to be like little VIPs. We sat in the front row and we got to go like walk in at the last second and... Um, I'd never seen a taping of a show before, so that was kind of cool. And especially when the, these kids are so young, you know, and um, but they're so professional. The right. kids that do it, you know, and they can do it in a handful of takes. And they're writing line, changing lines in between, changing how they do, wow. um, you know, different things. And uh, so that was a lot of fun to watch. And I mean, the, so the funny stuff was there's you know three or four different kids on it. Um, one of these little kids with little freckles and stuff, and one's a little Indian kid who doesn't sound Indian at all. But when he plays it on the show, of course, he's playing a stereotype, right. so he's like, you know, one number two or you know, any, whatever. So the funny thing is, we went and got food, and we're walking outside, and the little Indian kid and the other boy are in their dressing rooms together with with these little girls, you know. And I'm like, oh, this is so adorable. They're in there with their fans and stuff. And they're like, oh, hey, Kevin, what's going on? And Kevin's like, oh, hey, guys, hey, come over and meet my friends. And they're like, oh. So they come up and they're like, hi, I'm so like very like professional little Hollywood kids. are like, hey, I'm so-and-so. Nice to meet you. You know, and he looks at my he's like, I like your tattoo. That's awesome. And I'm like, well, thanks. I go, oh, you know, this kid <laughs> likes me, you know. <laughs> so it was weird. But then what's funny was that. So it's me and Yada and Billy and Barry and uh-huh. Kevin. And you kind of get the picture. It's right. these bears. bears. Uh-huh. And the boy goes, he goes. Wow, he's like, you guys look like you could be like in a biker gang or something. He's like, wouldn't that be funny if like uh, Bertram, that's Kevin's character, if Bertram had like a secret double life where he was like a biker on the weekends and we're losing our shit because we're like, dude, Bertram has a secret double life. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was hilarious. And it was fun because all of Kevin's coworkers were like, oh, are these the bears? Are these the bears? Oh, hey, bears. What are we, oh what's God. going on? And, yeah, it was fun. And then the episode was funny because the episode episode was about um jesse is the, the 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 caretaker of these kids these park avenue penthouse kids and she accidentally puts the the boy who you know was looking at my tattoo he puts her his bear his teddy bear in his backpack and he goes to school with it and it comes out and all the kids are making fun of him for having a bear and so <laughs> at one point they call him um the kid the bear the bear's name is kenny so he calls him k-bear so of course I was calling Kevin K Bear all weekend, <laughs> nice. but it's like he said something about there's like a line about him being like a daddy bear or something, you know. It was it was really Fabulous. funny, very funny, and super fun, and and yeah, just it was a, it was it was a kind of a weird funny time. So anyway, <laughs> I, I thought you guys could get kicked out. Sounds of that. awesome. So yeah, if you want to see Kevin being being very adorable, you should watch him on on uh, on Jesse on the Disney Jesse, Channel. On yeah, the Disney Channel. Cool. I want to. Um, I just want to mention this one app that I've been meaning to mention for oh, sure. I don't know three hundred years now. Um, ever since uh, when when Mike and I went to go see uh, Roger Waters do the Wall, 
we sat down because um, we had these really amazing seats. And if you don't remember it, you can go back and listen to the episode. I'm not going to go over it. Anyway, but we sat down and we had these great uh, seats. And there's this little placard there. And it says, um, get this app called Appetize. And it's A-P-E-T-I-Z-E, I think it is. And it turns out that there are certain venues that will subscribe to this. So on Appetize, you go, you launch it, and it knows where you are. And you say, yeah, I'm in the stadium. And then on there, you can order beer. You can order food. You can order all the stuff that's in the concession stands or whatever. Just say, order, order, order. Bring it to me. Here's my seat number. Bam. No and way. A couple, yeah. That's and then so cool. they'll just bring it out to you. No. Pretty. And is it, is it an additional fee? Cool. Um, I don't think so. Wow. Or if there was, it was negligible. was like 50 cents or something like that. But yeah, we actually did. They order, order like nachos and, and beer and stuff. There's another app um, that, that made me think of it. And maybe you guys will know the name of it because I cannot think of it off the top of my head. But basically it... Um, if you use it, they'll send. It's like a privatized taxi system, yeah. where they'll send you a car, and it's usually like um, a town car or something, and they'll come and pick you up and take you wherever you want to go. And Neat. I can't think of the name of it because Henry was used it in San Francisco, and I'll try to remember it and I'll post it on the Facebook. Huh. But it made me think of that as like another sort of like you know geo uh, location based service. Yeah. And it was pretty neat. That's that sounds cool. awesome. What's it called? Appetize. Appetize. So oh, uh, obviously, it has to be a venue that uses the service but you know i launched it when we were down at the whatever the thing is called there's like yeah. six different places that came up right around there so that's huh. awesome yeah that sounds like um totally worthwhile yes I well love cool the then i think we're done. we're done yes yeah shall we do the tugs and whatnot <clears throat> yeah. let us do the yeah. tugs yeah. um i'll go first because i don't have many uh, mm-hmm. i have tugs for people that i don't remember so if i was going to tug you I'm oh wait first you. i just want to say to jp shit Uh-oh. what Ooh. But I listened to the rest of the episode from yeah. last week. Yeah. And I like how you th- you thanked everybody for throwing a party but me for Pride Weekend. We didn't thank you? Nope. Just saying. <gasps> wow. What the? Some you and, but we talked about you it. You and Mike are on my shit list. We talked about it. We talked about going to your party. Yeah, but at but the end sure you were like, didn't thank you, Mike, for, for throwing your pool party. Wow, and thanks to baby. this person. Thanks to this person. And we're done. And so tugs to saying. Justin for having a, a <laughs> pride breakfast pre parade. Breakfast. Good for you for not stewing in it. It's good yeah. that you brought it up. I, I just, no, I just, I'm <laughs> sure you mentioned. I just the listened pride to breakfast. it today. <laughs> I did mention he it. Did mention the no, pride he mentioned breakfast. it, but at the very end, thank him. Thank you. At didn't the very end, he was thanking you everybody. Mercy Queen, right? Uh, thank you. Don't but be anyway. on JP's side. You never take JP's side. Never take JP's side. After the nemesis debacle no. last time, I'm taking JP's side. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh. So I don't get it. You're not on my side, even though I'm right all the time, except for that one time. Except for all the other times also. That That's I just, fine. That I it's just, tough being I just let you People talk. People to knock you down. And I'm like, whatever. I understand. And the other one, I'm just going to tug Mike D, and now I'm done. All right. Well, I have quite a few more. <laughs> um, I, I want to tug Dave for not being here. Thanks for not being here. <laughs> Um, no. Yeah, absolutely. So, the thing is, I can say that because he never listens, so he'll never hear this. <laughs> no, no. I, we all, each one of us deserves a day off now and again. So I completely understand Dave taking a night off. Besides, and that means that Christian could be here without having to, you know, do a Donnie Marie share the microphone kind of thing. I sit on everyone's lap as I went round. Well, <laughs> the night's not over yet. Um, I'm going to tug. I'm going to tug Aaron because you know he's he's awesome and I love him. Yay, and so, Aaron Cubby. Yay. You know, this is the first time all four of us. Sorry, not you. Well, maybe you. I don't know. But all four of us podcasters are actually dating somebody. 
This is yes. a first. Yeah. It is a first. It's been most of the time one or more of us have been single. And well, didn't we say the reason we started this was so we could all get laid and right. find partners? Why the so. hell do you think I'm actually doing it? <laughs> so Please, I, I'm, I'm dating my stalker. Probably. I'm dating my stalker. <laughs> by by so. the way, we need to get a picture of you behind well, the right. mic. Well, we'll do that. Thankfully, Aaron didn't start listening to it until after we started seeing each other. <laughs> and I've told him that he can't go back. And listen to the early episodes because uh-huh. that's cheating. Because then he'll find out shit about me that he should <laughs> yes. find out naturally yeah. and not. Yeah. I said you can listen to the new ones, but you can't listen to the old ones. And as far as I know, he's he's adhered to that. So, um, so a tug to my cubby and um, a tug a tug to Dave and Nick, who are our, were our hosts while we were in San Francisco. Um, Dave made us watch the most amazing movie. It has a sex scene in it that makes the room look like. Not so bad. Okay. Um, it's called. We need to watch this too. It's a well. We can't watch it without Dave because that's sort of the whole point. It's the <laughs> Howling Two. Your sister I is like a werewolf. Movie. I've seen that. Have you seen it for real? I've seen that movie with that horrible like furry three way and oh my god, it's the most crazy, oh stupid, amazing god. movie. <laughs> it's got the guy who plays the bad wizard in um, um, Lord of the Rings too. Sauron. Um, I can't yeah, Christopher Lee. Yeah. Christopher Lee is in it. Yes. Trying really? his best to not be ridiculous. That man has, other than uh, other than uh, the Lord of the Rings series, he has just made some really bad. No, he was, but he was also in. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah, so it was horrible. He actually has a support group on Facebook, and it says. Um, Dave Krinsky made me watch The Howling too, <laughs> <laughs> but it was so fun. We had so much fun watching it. Um, so a tug to him, a tug to to Yeda and Henry, of course, who were also there. To Michael, Michael and Suko, who were there. Um, to Adam and Sean, who were. I mean, by there I mean outside lands. To Donovan and Fred. Um, uh, to Gibbo, to Frank, to Lon, to all uh, my pals who helped me celebrate my 39th birthday. We had such a good time. Yeah. We had a really wonderful pre-party here at my place. And I had such a fantastic birthday weekend. I, I can't be more thankful than I am. Um, or I guess I can be. But um, anyway. And also to Kevin, who allowed us to go and watch his TV show. So it was a lot of fun. Super fun. So those are my tugs. Cool. Um, I'm going to give a tug to Jason, of course. Yeah. Yay. Um, Your fiance, yeah, <laughs> and uh, love him, and he's awesome. And we had we've had a great couple weekends last couple weekends, and it's been fun. Um, and to Brian for inviting us over to your little oh. shindig. That was fun. yay me, yay. Um, <laughs> I like it when I make it to other people's fun. thugs. That right? was super that was super fun. fun. It was. It was. And um, let's see what else. To uh, Mike for his wonderful pool parties that he always spontaneously throws <laughs> that are very uh-huh. relaxing. Um, and then, of course, to Christian for being here Yay. on the podcast. Yay. Yay. Thank you. Group it's tug, group tug. Ooh. Ooh. Boy. <laughs> well, yes, absolutely. And vice versa. So, to say Wait. thank you, oh, I, I bring things from London. Oh, Yay. my God. Oh. oh. So, they each get a London, a London teddy bear. Oh, my God. Oh, fabulous. And you get the policeman. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> it's a little policeman bear. Little policeman it's a bear. bobby. That's you so also cute. get Olympic chocolates. Oh, my. Wow. One, with one of each of the mascots. Oh, wow. Uh, Thank I you. Think there's a blue one as well. And official Olympic and proper chocolates. chocolate as opposed to, you know, the tasteless American path. Well, I'm right. oh, looking forward to eating this. Oh, my God. And I was told to bring something quintessentially Tenbury. British apart from myself. <laughs> so you get some tea. Yes. Yay. Awesome. Yay. Twinnings. Some, uh, 
Earl Grey oh, for English breakfast. I had Earl Grey, Earl Grey for uh, breakfast today. There I we love go. it. Fantastic. Love it. Thank you so, so much. That's Thanks so you. sweet of you. Thank you. That's all right. Um, That's awesome. Thank you for Justin, uh, preemptively, for looking after me this week. I'm <laughs> sure we're going to end up... Um, in random places. When are you guys going to go to the zoo? Are you going to do it on the weekend? Um, probably. Well, we're doing the wild animal park on Saturday. On Saturday. Okay. So if you want to go, um, yeah, let me know when you're going because I, I, that'd be fun. I have commitments at some point in the day, but okay. depending, and we'll work yeah. it out. We'll yeah. Okay. Fairly cool. flexible. Yeah, we'll work yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, beyond that, uh, tugs to my flatmate Luke, who's probably organizing an orgy at this point. Go right for on. it, dude. Yeah, go, it. Luke. Strike while the iron's hot. <laughs> he's, probably, he's probably playing with his computer. No, it's quite sad. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, Love you, really. Poor yeah. Luke. <laughs> Unfortunately, everyone thinks we're a couple. He's been living with me for six years, and we go. We have the same friends, and we go to the bars. No, we are not a couple. you got to get a T-shirt that says that. We have thought about <laughs> it. Says, I'm yeah. not with this guy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um <laughs> Warren and uh, Jamie and Mark, who run the King's Arms. In Love the London. King's Arms. Yeah, I said Good I'd bar. get a plug in for them today as well. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you. Um, thank you. All right. Well, I'm JP. Goodbye, Goodbye JP. And I'm Brian. Goodbye, Brian. I'm Justin. Goodbye, Goodbye Justin. Justin. I'm Christian. Goodbye, Goodbye Christian. Christian. Well, Thanks for being welcome, here. Christian. Episode, <laughs> episode 112. <laughs> of the 619 Bearcast. 112 episodes. Holy crap. Correct. Um.